this is Splice. Let's get this going, uh, just so that we all end on time and all of you can go and pursue your Friday activities. Um, this is May 21st and we're recording this and we're going to make this publicly available on our website for those of us who can't join us live today. Uh, obviously, we would love for all of you to speak openly, but if you want to be taken off the record, let us know. We'll edit you out in, in post. Um, otherwise, this recording will go out on the internet as it is uh, right after this this recording. Uh, put yourself on mute if you're not speaking. And of course, remember to unmute yourself when you speak. How are you, Rashad? You are now uh, fully vaxxed. How are you feeling? I am uh, hashtag fully vaxxed uh, as of today, um, as of yesterday. And it's, it's, uh, it's sent me on a bit of a loop, but you know, in a good way, as we all know, uh, this, is, this is good pain. So yeah, is everybody else uh, vaxxed? Everyone. I else just got my jab yesterday as well, last Yay. night. Actually. Awesome. Yeah. Well done. So I'm, I'm just on Panadol now. So <laughs> I just get through the day. <laughs> That's how you know it's working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit of a headache. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Oh, is it? Is it like just a prick or? It's it's not the jab. The jab is like almost painless. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, the first jab was no problem. I, I had no side effects. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just a little, I mean, you get a little soreness. Um, yeah, nothing fine. happened to me on the first, but the second mm -hmm. is kind of makes me feel, yeah, I'm walking around in a bit of a fog, but it's not entirely unpleasant. So, hey. Yeah, mm. it's still, I'm still, we're still standing and we're still, we're still here. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And as far as I know, I haven't broken out into song yet. So stop me if I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so today we've got a special guest uh, with us. Uh, Terence Lee from Tech in Asia is joining us today. Uh, we invited Terence uh, on Lo-Fi today because we want to talk about the expose that that he and his team, uh, team did uh, in covering uh, what sounds like a bit of a of a fiasco and fraud at team labs which is a singapore based company reportedly valued at about 25 million uh 25 million dollars and employs over 100 uh workers uh so terence and his team were looking into this company uh after i think terence you you ran across this story on uh on reddit right on the singapore reddit group and uh, people were calling to question um how a company like this came to be yeah, so um, so actually what happened was that we got tipped off by three readers and three separate readers, we think, right? So one person I, I, I know who, who, who he, he is and the other two were just like emails from random folks. Um, I mean, they did their research, right? So I came across Reddit after that when I started doing my research and I suspect one of them is probably on Reddit. Yeah, so, so that's how, how it came about. So in, in a in a nutshell, what would you so if you could summarize this entire thing in you know in less than ten seconds, um, what exactly did the the founder do wrong, uh, as as you've uncovered? Well, basically, you know, he he was definitely trying to to position himself as as this uh, young prodigy, right? Like uh, the next in. Or, or rather, it's, it's perhaps more of the media's spit on it, right? depending on how you, you look at it. Um, so throughout the, the, 
time that we did the story, you know, we were just pressing him with questions like, why isn't there evidence on this? You know, why is that inconsistency, inconsistency on that? And uh, he kind of just stood his ground. And even though, you know, we were just giving him even more questions, right? Like, uh, uh, like he would say something and, and, and that would open up more questions, right? So I kind of dug in uh, right to the end. Um, so, you know, and right before we were about to publish the story, he sent like a, a final email saying that, hey, you know, I'm not actually responsible for, for most of this, right? So, yeah, that, that was like the last time I ever heard from him. Wow, yeah, that's, um, and just to fill in for folks who haven't um, seen the story, um, is it, so was was the, the lapse of crime, uh, Basically, there was a valuation uh, and, and uh, that wasn't actually backed up by real investments. Is that right? Uh, mm. Including, I mean, some pretty big names in there, like you know, um, South Korea's sovereign wealth fund. Mm -hmm. uh, so all none of these claims were actually backed up. What yeah. was the difference in, uh, you know, what he was saying and what what he claimed and what the what investment investments actually existed? Yeah. I, I think the biggest gap uh, was was definitely on the investment side. So I think that the, the Korean investment call thing is was the the biggest thing, right? So um, so if you look at all the articles on, on Forbes and Jeremy's Asia, that was stated. It was stated clearly that KIC was was the investor, and then. But you know, then the, the question is, where did they get their info, right? Like, where did they get this info? And um, so we asked asked him initially, and he he said he doesn't know. Um, and then we 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 Google, right? And the funny thing about this story is that it's just a lot of, of googling, right? And 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 just emailing and finding out in data from public sources, almost, right? So. Uh, we 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 tried to uh, across upon a press release uh, from them from Team Labs uh, explicitly listing KIC as an investor. Um, so we we reached out to Hash. Hey, you know, like what's this press release about? Uh, he said it was a mistake, right? Uh, from his agency, um, no idea which agency is that, right? Um, and then, yeah, and, and that was that. And then later on, we surfaced a tweet from Team Labs, uh, basically, well, congratulating themselves on receiving the KIC investment, right? Um, so we brought that to his attention and, and he removed it, right? So so I think that was like the biggest thing, right? To, to for a 19-year-old to be able to raise money from a sovereign fund unheard of, right? I don't think Zuckerberg <laughs> or Facebook even manage that, right? Nor, you know, any of the famous tech entrepreneurs you talk about. Um, so that, that, that was like the biggest thing. And then um, you look at their main investor, uh, Grand Canyon Capital. Um, we couldn't find any info on them. Um, we got introduced by him to the, these three guys who supposedly are from the firm, um, never heard from them. Um, so the employees as well, questionable, the products, questionable. Um, so it's, uh, everything everything was questionable, yeah. 
So this guy basically built a Potemkin village of, of sorts uh, around what this company is supposed to do. Uh, you apparently couldn't even find employees around, you know, on, on, on LinkedIn who, who worked there, uh, which <laughs> was really quite spectacular. Um, and, and, you know, one, one of the, the net results of, of your investigation is that Forbes has now taken him off the 30 under 30 list, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he, he, he's been doing this for years, right? And, like, if you go back, um, you know, that there's this site called the Wayback Machine, right? You can, where it, it, it stores, like, past versions of a website. Um, and I can see that he's been, been on it for years, right? So, before, uh, before the company was called Team Labs, it was called uh, Codexia, and before that, uh, Irrational Code. Uh, so basically, he claimed to have built a ton of products that uh, that are difficult to build, right? And you would expect one, like like each of these products, you know, it 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 would take dedication from an entire company to build uh, for some of them. Um, so so yeah, so so he's been doing that for years, um, and then things blew up, you know, when uh when he got like press coverage from these like big guys um and and yeah and i i'm, I'm not sure but you know uh probably took him by surprise a bit um but you know i i don't really know what the, uh, the real motivations are anyway um yeah uh so so ultimately forbes uh they did their checks i guess and they removed the yeah, him from the list. Um, I believe what happened was that Harsh, like you, you kind of have to submit some information to Forbes, right, to be considered. Um, so they they basically reviewed the info that uh, he submitted, and yeah, that uh, culminated his his removal. So that's funny. Like, so their initial verification didn't work, but but after you after you published the story they they had a re they had a little more due diligence i yeah. i wanted to go back terence to to the story uh why was this guy such a big deal in the first place i mean what were you know i'm i guess some of us are naive enough to think it you know it comes down to what it what it is he's doing for his users um even at a prototype stage so it, Apparently, these guys had four SaaS products, right? That that vaguely revolved around the future of work. Yeah. What does that mean? Did you did you see anything on on the website that that sounded interesting, even as a concept? Um, not at all, right? Like the, the I mean, it, it it feels like just a bunch of technical words thrown together, really, and I I don't think that the product was was that compelling um you know for each product that there are tons of competitors out there trying to do the same thing they're doing um i think why the story stood out uh, at least uh, you know within the the media industry was, was like just this um teenage prodigy type person who somehow managed to raise a ton of money from some credible people um, and often that's enough, right? Like, um, like we typically try, you know, like, like 
often, you know, we cover startups that are doing some deeply technical things and I have no clue what they're doing, right? AI, right? Or deep learning or some algorithm, right? So, um, you know, it, it's just highly technical and often you, you kind of rely on these signals. So if, if so-and-so credible investor comes on board, uh, you're assuming that, that they've done their due diligence, they have the experts come and, and evaluate the product, right? Um, so I, I, I think I think basically that's what the media hung on to. You know, I, I'm not saying that, um, you know, I, I, think, I think one interesting tidbit was that, that we almost covered the company, right? Like, um, I, I think he, he reached out to our podcast host and, and, and pitched the company. Um, yeah, fortunately, we didn't bite. Um, so, so I, you know, I, I think he, he, met, he managed to, to, to send out these signals. That you know, oh, you know, he's this young guy, raised a ton of money from these well-known investors. Uh, he said his product has, has like uh, thousands of users. He's making what seven million a year. Um, so, so I think people, you know, just believe him. Yeah. So when when you came across, you know, uh, some of the the facts as you found it, right? Uh, did you? approach uh forbes and cna with your questions uh to challenge their coverage of it or or to get clarifications uh, yeah we did so basically um it, it, the, the sequence was was that we uh just did a ton of, of our research first you know went to the universities we googled we, we try and speak to people who might know him and and uh who might be able to, to verify his story um you know like Days before the story was published, we then reached out to Forbes, to, to CNA. Um, uh, I think for Forbes, we were asking, hey, you know, like, what's the criteria? Like, uh, they, they actually got a bunch of credible investors, right, to, to help evaluate the, the Forbes 30 under 30 candidates. Um, so, you know, these are well-known names you trust, right? And, and, uh, so it's a bit surprising that that they missed out as well on, on this, right? So, um, uh, yeah, so we reached out to Forbes, uh, we reached out to CNA as well. Uh, can't remember exactly what we asked them, but it was, it was along the lines of like, um, how, like, like we're just trying to verify, you know, if, if Hush, so Hush said that he reached out to them to correct some errors, right? So we're just trying to confirm that and trying to also ask like, how did they know that KIC was an investor and things like that, yeah. So where where does this leave you now? Um, you obviously had have uh, you know you got a lot of um, um, coverage because of what you you had uncovered. Uh, what where where do you go with this investigation now? Is it is it over? Um, pretty much, I would say. I I, I think, uh, you know, I I'm pretty paranoid, right? So so that there's always like something nagging at me. Like, did we look into this? Did we look into that? So. Um, even last night, like I was someone who just WhatsApp me and, and said, Hey, you know, like do you look into this? <laughs> and and that got me a bit paranoid. I was like, okay, uh, I need to look into that. So, so I, was, I was just like trying to to figure out like if if whether this could be a follow-up. Um but no, yeah, I, I don't think it, it was anything uh noteworthy. Um so I I feel like this this story is, is pretty much done um i i think i don't 
I think people compare him to Theranos a lot, right? Um, I don't think he's Theranos at all. Um, uh, I mean, Theranos raised billions of dollars from, actually raised billions of dollars from investors, right? And, and um, actually went much further along and, but, you know, in, in their desperation to try and make the product work, um, they, they messed up, right? And did some criminal things. Um, in this case, um, you know, he, I don't think he raised any money um, apart from some thousand dollar check, right, from a competition, right? Um, I, I don't think he did anything criminal. I'm not a lawyer, but uh, I don't think so. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think the harm here is, is, is pretty limited, I would say. Um, I mean, the, the only people that were harmed were, were, the, were, were Fox, right, and, and, and Chan News Asia. And I think uh, it also raises the question about media credibility and fact-checking. Um, and this came at an interesting time when, you know, the whole SVH debacle was happening, right? Um, so, yeah, so just like the right story at the right time. Um, but apart from that, you know, like, I don't think there's, there's anything else for us. Like, uh, we, we, and we were talking about this, right? Like, we, we, we actually had a video that, that we were about to publish. Um, so... Basically, you know, uh, we thought, hey, you know, we were the only ones that actually interviewed him, right? So why not, you know, we take some of the audio clips, we put that into the video, um, um, just to, you know, really help um, flesh out the story and, and yeah, just, just, just you know, uh, give our readers more insight into the process. Uh, and obviously, there's a commercial motive, right? Like, you know, I, I think this story did really well for us, and, and you know, we want to try and uh, maximize that. Um, but then, you know, like like uh, what happens is that we were editing the video, and our producer was extremely uncomfortable with it. Um, felt that you know, like like this guy, you know, he's a teenager. Uh, uh, I mean, he his name has been smeared across right various media, right, um, like Straits Times and Mothership and, and so on. Uh, and read it uh, obviously and and so um yeah you know he he had has his his comeuppance uh you know he i think he he pretty much uh has been bombarded you know by by the coverage and and yeah so so he was very uncomfortable with it um and i i had my doubts as well right and and but some of us felt like you know like we, we should just do it um uh you know like we should treat everyone the same you know doesn't matter whether it's a teen or not um yeah so so it, it, we had to make a decision um so i think it was thursday or something that, that we decided to to kill the video um, um and and yeah um quite comfortable with that decision i think um because it, it comes down to to proportion right like um um is what we're doing proportionate right to to the action right of, of the person right is uh and i think we also want to try and minimize harm right so uh, who knows what he's going to right now right and um i think i think um unfortunately you know like you, you can 
I think Reddit was more or less fine, but if you look at the other forums, there were just a lot of racist remarks uh, thrown around, even before the coverage, right? like when it was featured on Channel News Asia and uh, before all of this controversy happened. So um, yeah, we, we took that into account. Um, yeah, so we decided to just kill the story and uh, I don't think we'll be publishing any anything more unless there's like a huge new development, but uh, I'm not seeing anything right now. Yeah. I, I like what you said about about finding a proportionate response and um you know ultimately this is a 19 year old guy that we're talking about uh you know he's close to being an adult but he's not an adult uh and you know and at the same time as, as you as you noted earlier uh it doesn't sound like he's taken uh you know a huge chunk of money and so therefore his his uh his his legal profile is very different uh from someone you know uh that that's taken billions um I, but but I, I I applaud you on 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 taking a compassionate view of this um, you know especially with with someone as young as as he is uh, and to try to see it from his point of view um, I think that's wonderful um, so yeah, I, I, you, I also yeah, uh, just just a thing to add um, I, I I think it, it's clear to me right and, and you know and it's one of the the, the things that we didn't really write about but. Um, Obviously, you know, he had some influence. He was influenced, right? Like he had some guidance. Um, so, so, so that's a factor as well. Like, um, you know, that he received the right advice, right? Um, and all of that, right? So, so yes, you know, I, I think, uh, yeah. So these feet, uh, I mean, he's a teenager, right? So I think he had some advice and, and, and yeah, you know, I'll leave it at that. So what what do you think here is is the role of media when it comes to these types of start, uh, startup stories? I mean, you come across these stories all the time. You write about them. You know, do do you think that we as an industry we we talk up these uh, founders a little too much and you know trying to crown heroes out of them? It's something that that we talk about internally, right? Like um, one of our editors would message me last night and, and say, you know, hey, you know, like how can we be more vigilant in spotting, you know things like this. Um, I, I don't have a really good answer because, you know, it, it, it's such a black swan. Right? Like, it's, it's like, I, I've never come across a startup like this ever, right? And I've been covering startups for seven, eight, ten years. Yeah. Um, so I think that there are a few things, right? So um, I, I, I I think it, it, it was a very interesting story, right? That, you know, um, from many angles, right? I can understand why people would lap it up, right? Um, um, and a lot of people found, actually found it inspirational, right? The original story. Um, at the same time, you know, it, it's, uh, it was, you, you know, there's a saying, right? Like if, if something's too good to be true, it probably is. Um, so I think as journalists, uh, we tend to fall into that trap, right? Like we see a really good story, um, you know, we, we are desperate to publish it, right? And, and you know, get the readership. Um, but sometimes we don't stop and ask like, hey, you know, like maybe this is too good to be true, right? And, and you know, at Tech Asia, like we sometimes fall into that trap, right? And we had to backtrack. Um, there were definitely stories we did where that, that in the past that didn't stand up to scrutiny and you know we had to to rethink things 
um yeah so i i, I think that's that's like a uh a, a trap that we can fall into um and sometimes like you know we don't exactly know what to look out for like if you're not a a business journalist right if you're not someone that covers startups day in and day out um if your readership is, is just like your general audience um um then you know you may not even know what to look out for right like um um i i i think you know the extent to which um team labs went right i i think was really unusual and and so I, I think, and then, and then the question is, I think everyone's like blaming CNA, right? Um, but you know, I'm asking myself, like, if I'm in their shoes and with their level of experience, right? Like, like, would I have spotted this, right? So, um, I, I think I really have to give credit to our readers, like, uh, uh, you know, the the people that that spotted this are, are like startup people, tech people, engineers, um, so very specialized people, right? And and I, I think this speaks to the value of niche publications right? and just like beat reporting and just really knowing your beat and, and knowing your field really well, right? To Because it, yeah, it, it takes experience and expertise to just spot these, these things. Um, and I, I think as for Forbes, I, I don't really know what, what's going on. I mean, they had investors, VCs to look at it. Um, so I, I think there's room for more, for them to be more stringent probably, right? And, and really just, uh, because if you're looking at Forbes 30 under 30, uh, really sometimes you're scraping the bottom of the barrel, right? Like, um, I think the list has, you know, there the, the, the are some great founders, the entrepreneurs who, who are part of the list, uh, as, and now in the past, but um then yeah there's some names that that you know that you question right like you know does this person deserve to be there so um i so i i do think that the media does try and publish stories that uh clickbaity right and it gets the clicks but maybe doesn't stand up to scrutiny and, and that needs to be looked at um i think Yes, we need to be careful about people who try and game the system, right? Because, like you know, at for example, at Tech in Asia, we write about funding news all the time, right? And we do stories that um, are short and fast, and you know, it's just about breaking the news. Um, so yeah, people can try and game that system, right? And and people have like we, we, we like if, if we go back to the past, uh, like we've written about startups that. Uh, and positive, we've given a lot of positive coverage to startups that eventually um, that were proven that you know they 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 were not as great as as you think, right? And and yeah, so these things happen. Um, I think yeah, I I think for Team Labs it was a case where uh, I, I guess we were a bit lucky and. And also we were specialized and, and therefore you know we could kind of question the, the coverage of other media yeah so yeah there's a lot of things going on for sure terence tell us about the uh before we started the chat you were talking about the effect on subscriptions tell us how the story affected uh subscription numbers and also please go ahead and uh plug the 
Tech in Asia subscription? Yeah, um, I I think I think it, it's it's one of our best performing stories ever. Um, yeah, the, the, the stories actually did better, right? Uh, surprisingly, surprisingly. Um, so so yeah, so I, I it's definitely encouraging, but like um, with we've been doing this subscription thing for about three years now and it, it's been encouraging that um we're definitely encouraged by the feedback we get right and uh it's, it's definitely encouraging that um like journalism does pay off right does um the the there's a, a clear alignment in terms of the commercial uh goals of the company right and with um good journalism right so, so that that to me is very encouraging you know I, i'm glad um that 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 we did this um so so yeah i yeah very encouraging i i, I mean we, we've, we've done uh such stories in the past where you know we, we dive deep into companies and we really question them those stories have done well for us um so this is like really just um further va uh, validation uh, as to, to what we're doing and yeah uh, it, it does encourage us to to keep going um well i i, I think for tech in asia i'll just position us as like you know we you know we're, we're really specialists in, in, in covering the tech industry I, I think tech is pervading um uh, everyone's lives right like like what is tech these days you know everything is tech right so um uh, you know we're really good at that i think um especially covering startups and all the way up to to, to the list of companies um i think we, we we spot things that even the business media will miss um, um so yeah you know like if you want tech coverage that is really nuanced and, and in-depth and um that gives you like uh the real picture of what's going on yeah subscribe to us Wonderful. Uh, we are slightly over time now. I just wanted to uh, to make sure that we're we're getting questions as well from uh, from the community here. Um, anyone with questions for Terence? Just unmute yourself. I think less less of a question, but more of a comment. I think kudos to Terence and the team for pulling off this story. I think it, it is a timely uh, warning and a caution to to all journalists really to to just verify and, and you know, good old values of corroborate and find two independent sources at least uh, and you know and so on and fact check like crazy and i think fact checkers honestly i think uh, do not exist anymore for a lot of media organizations uh, they used to be a uh, norm especially for news magazines uh, and you know this layer of uh, checks has, has been removed so then it falls upon you know there have to be other structures or workflows in place uh, to in order to ensure that these sort of embarrassing incidents don't don't be, um, don't happen again and i guess the other thing is it's also a warning call to to others who may be uh thinking of doing you know uh, employing some similar tactics i mean we saw novita holdings last year wasn't a startup but um you know same sort of <laughs> pull wool over in that investors eyes sort of situation uh maybe king labs didn't go as far but of course you know maybe after his uh, national service uh harsh would have gone out and, and touted all this coverage and maybe used it to his his advantage and benefits so uh, you know, I think great, great job, Terence, and you know, hopefully it's a wake-up call for for everyone involved, industry as well as uh, you know, startups and other types of <laughs> uh, 
you know, entrepreneurs trying to thinking of uh, pulling off, you know, similar tricks. Uh, it's so easy these days to set up a LinkedIn profile and a social media profile and a website. So actually, it's surprising that it hasn't happened uh, more often than than it has. Thanks, guys. I, I, I think yeah, post cycles are definitely important. Yeah, it, it's yeah, key. You know, like how do we prevent this from happening? Um, so, yeah, I totally agree. Who has more questions for Terence? Um, this is Janie, and I, I yeah, I just want to start with saying that I've been fascinated and have been following this story, and Alan knows, um, like um, when I first saw it, when I saw um, your letter. Um, uh, Terence to some of the subscribers. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a fascinating one. Um, my question is, is just out of curiosity and you know, if you don't want to share this, like, I just, that's, that'll be fine. But I'm curious, um, like, what's the ratio between those that subscribe to your plans after the article versus those that paid just for the single article? Because I know that, yeah, that was an option. Uh, good question. I let me see. Uh, I think most of them subscribe. I don't think anyone actually paid. I don't believe. I yeah. So I don't really know to be honest. Um, but in in general, uh, most people do subscribe. Um, and to be honest, like you don't really expect anyone to to really want to go for the paper article option. Uh, we don't see that as like our, we don't really believe in, in the paper article model, but we put it that uh, partly, you know, like some people maybe they just want to, 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 to have a taste, right, of, of the article or, but you know, we really just want to drive people towards the subscription model, because right? that's proven that, um, um, so we you know we, we we look at the numbers very closely, and uh, uh, from a revenue standpoint, um, the the ones that subscribe to the yearly plan, the, the the our top plan, you know, that that's like the in the long run that makes the most revenue for us, right? So we 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 definitely try and shepherd our readers towards that direction. Yeah. Thank you. So as it turns out, uh, Janie actually bought the article, uh, Terence. Uh, she was just telling me this off chat. Okay, we are overrunning by about eight minutes now. I just wanted to quickly kind of wrap things up so that you can get on with your day. Um, uh, Rishad, any kind of closing comments to wrap? Yeah, you know, I. I... Well, I wanted to ask actually people, and maybe this is something we do later in the Telegram group, but I'd be curious to see, are we, are we, you know, are these things uh, running too long? Are they too short? Should they be shorter? You know, uh, we, have a, we have a point of view about this. You know, people don't really want ages and ages uh, on, on uh, the medias uh, at large on a Friday morning. But, um, but let us know um, and we'll change that. Um, and as always, we're back next Friday, 11 a.m. Singapore time. Uh, let us know about that as well. Uh, is is another time better? Uh, give us feedback. Thank you. Thank you for coming, people. Wonderful. Have a great weekend, everyone. Uh, thanks for, for showing up to, to this session. Thanks for having me. Thanks, guys.
Thank you, Terrence. Bye. Good weekend. Thanks, Terrence. This is place.